BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? Uh, your buddy Murph here. Before we get started, uh, I just wanted to pass on uh, some unfortunate news, some very sad news, and uh, frankly, it kind of makes me a little emotional, so I just wanted to go ahead and uh, talk about it now before we start the show uh, proper. We just found out, uh, just like literally as we were going to air, that uh, good friend of the show, Pastor Mondo Leone, had just passed away. For those of you that aren't familiar with Pastor Mondo, back in the uh, you know in the older days of Raiders Fan Radio when we first got going, we used to do a lot of interviews, and Pastor Mondo was so kind to join us uh, here on Raiders Fan Radio. And he was just the kindest, nicest man. He was uh, such an amazing representation of God's word and Christ's love and whatever your faith story is and wherever you come out on that. Uh, you know, we, he always respected that as we do as well. And he was always just so kind to people. He loved his Raiders. He loved Raider Nation. He, he just loved people. And he was just such a kind gentle guy and 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 uh and he's going to be missed and and so i just wanted to take a minute to say rest in peace and much prayers uh to the family and much love from us here at raiders fan radio um, we could not have been more thankful for the appearances that pastor mondo made on this show and even going back to this idea that when we first started out we only had a handful of folks that would listen to our show but when pastor mondo would come on those were always our highest rated episodes people just love to hear the guy talk because again not only did he have just an amazing passion for the Raiders, but a bigger passion for his his faith and for people. And um, so, anyways, we're just uh, we love Pastor Mondo. He's gonna be missed, and um, so uh, just rest in peace, Raider in peace, uh, our friend, Pastor uh, Mondo Leon. Hey, Raider Nation! I just want to say hello. This is Pastor Mondo of NationMinistry.net. You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Marsh, and my brother. Just win, baby. 
Here we go with this kickoff episode number 319 of Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink. It's a little purple. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what, if I could grow it, I would sign up for that color Today, So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the Raiders, on the podcast that benefits the One Nation Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for uh, another episode. This episode number 319 of Raiders Fan Radio. I uh, appreciate uh, all the good folks that are in there in the chat room. and appreciate Tropical Remy, uh, who says pa- uh, prayers to the pastor and his family. Yes, yeah, and so you to miss the opener of the show there. We just passed on the very sad news that we lost our good friend, uh, Pastor Mondo Leone. And so, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, anyways, um, yeah, I kind of at the top of the show. For those of you who missed it, there we just kind of shared some some thoughts about Mondo and when he joined us back in in the older days of Raiders Fan Radio, and he was just such a good man, a kind man, and and he will be uh, incredibly missed. And despite where you're at on your faith journey or where whatever that it looks like for you, if you haven't been familiar with those episodes, go back and listen because you guys use such a kind, gentle man. And uh, and and uh, again, he will be missed. Anyways, I talked about the top of the show because I don't want to get emotional. Um, and also to this show, it's a race against my voice. Uh, we had such an amazing time in Las Vegas this past weekend we had an absolute whirlwind of a trip and and spent uh, one too many uh, times screaming Raiders and keep AP and all the other things that were going on not to mention just cheering for our Raiders at Allegiant Stadium and so uh, my voice got pretty blown out so that's why we're doing a selfie tonight is that originally we probably just weren't going to do a show but my voice feels good enough today that I think I can muscle through one. But again, it's going to be a race, so I'm going to keep this thing real efficient tonight. Uh, we're going to do uh, emails and voicemails. We're going to probably keep the emails to the end. That way I can just keep rest rest up my voice. And then uh, if, it, if it dies at the end, it dies at the end. Uh, but we've got a lot of stuff to listen to here. We've got some great comments from the players and coaches. We've got a little bit of respect to give. And, of course, uh, we've got your amazing voicemails this week. And so thank you to all of those of you and all your amazing voice mail so 
This is past, uh, excuse me, this is episode number 318. Normally we have an episode number. We're going to skip past that. And we're just going to go straight into contact informa- information, information, and then we're going to shout out everybody that's in the chat room there. Where's it? Where's this? See, I got when when I'm here by myself, I do this all by myself. So here we go. Here's the contact info. Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Uh, we appreciate uh, you, Raider Nation, checking us out. For those of you uh, that aren't familiar yet, you can find us uh, on any audio podcast service just by uh, looking for Raiders Fan Radio. We are on uh, we are on Amazon Music. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Podcast Addict. Where if you can, if you got a podcast service, just for, search for Raiders Fan Radio, and you can find us. And we just ask you uh, that you hit a like, hit a subscribe, hit an auto download while you're there because that helps us show out tremendously and. Uh, and the more more outload or outloads, the more downloads, and the and the <laughs> the more outreach that we have with Raiders Fan Radio, uh, the more opportunities we get for advertisers like the good folks at Manscaped who give uh, money to our foundation, our nonprofit, which is the One Nation Foundation. And thank you also to those of you that are on the YouTube's at YouTube.com/slash Raiders Fan Radio. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, smash the bell, as the kids say. And join us live. Uh, check us out each and every Wednesday night, Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're here each and every week, although we are going to take next week off. We're going to recharge the batteries unless, uh, you know, something crazy happens. Like, I don't know, we announced the hiring of Antonio Pierce. Then uh, we'll be back with probably like a rundown or something like that. Uh, but we are going to be off next week for the normal show. And again, we'll have uh, on the channel, we have, of course, our flashback show. Uh, the flashback episodes will be coming up. And then we might do some rundowns in there if some news starts popping but other than that we will see you on what is like the 24th i guess will be the next episode of raiders fan radio and that's it again um, at youtube.com slash raiders fan radio and when you join us live uh, you can jump in with the absolute best chat room there is in all of raider nation in all of sports 
and join in with good folks like the Raider Lorian is in there, B. Al is in there, Trey B is in there, Mark Salter, Raider Craig, Paul is in there, Van City Raider. Uh, he says it was beyond amazing to meet you guys in Vegas. Loyal member to RFR and 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 to Raider Nation. Thank you, brother. And and I'm gonna get to it in the in the respect, but I might as well just tag it right here. All the amazing folks that we met at the at the tailgate and otherwise at the game this last weekend. Um, this was the I feel like this was the most we've ever run into listeners, and it was absolutely incredible. So thank. Thank you, Brother Van City. Uh, Mark Salter, as I mentioned. Uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd is in there. Jay Jackson, speaking of people that we that we hung out with. Uh, Raider Primos is in there. Uh, of course, Michelle is in there. Hey, Michelle. Uh, Jay, uh, see, Daniel Mangus is in there. Appreciate Daniel Mangus. Uh, Salvo Zen is in there. Raider Truth Chicken is in there. Jordan Ford is in there. Renee Arredondo is in there. Uh, Leo is in there. We met up with Leo. Great to meet him. Just when Wendy is in there, we met up with Wendy. Uh, and if I miss anybody, Anthony Provencio, Rowdy Raider, is the first time in the chat room. Thank you, Rowdy Raider. Appreciate you being in there. Oxnard Bob is in there. Vibrator, that's my baby. What's up, Vibrator? Um, Renee Bonilla is in there. Appreciate Renee being in there. Uh, so many good folks, man. And, and if I missed your name, Tyler Raider is in there. Tony Capel uh, is in there. Raider Vince is in there. Uh, so many of our good folks. And we, if I missed you, I apologize. But thank you so very, very much. So let's go ahead and start off the top of the show, as we always do. And, uh, you know, we like to give respect. We're, uh, something, you know, we don't, uh, there's nothing wrong with props. There's nothing wrong with shout outs. But we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. Keeping it mellow because I don't want to lose my voice. All right, so here we go. Let's uh, let's give a little bit of respect. And first, uh, I want to give respect to... I want to give respect to the Raiders, man. Uh, thank you so much to uh, your Las Vegas Raiders. Obviously, it was a big deal getting uh, getting the win that we did, which was major. But uh, the only reason that we were there was that the freaking Raiders invited us. And so for those of you that missed that little rundown that we did, that Jeff and I did, we found out Thursday, I guess, I got the email that um, that the Raiders were inviting uh, the, uh, the uh, representatives of the One Nation Foundation to, to join them uh, at the game, at the final regular season game against the Broncos. And and we were just, I mean, we all kind of scrambled to kind of figure out if we could even make it. And uh, thankfully, all the trip that came together. Speaking of respect, thank you to all of our spouses. Thank you to Chris. Thank you to Lamont. Thank you to, to my baby Val. We thank you so much for uh, helping us out helping us get everything together uh, to where we could even make the trip. We couldn't have done that without you. And, and again, thank you to the Raiders uh, for, for inviting us And And, you know, while we rep the one nation foundation and you know, we're, you know, that's, it's the ones that's the thing that we founded. That thing is nothing without you guys. And uh, again, for those of you that missed that rundown, the Jeff and I did that rundown because we just wanted to thank you guys. We wanted to thank you for giving not us the opportunity, but giving the foundation the opportunity to be recognized based on the work that it did in 2023. That means the world to us. And so thank you not only to the Raiders, but thank you to all of you. Thank you for your super chats, the merchandise, you know, purchases, 
you know, any, even if you can't contribute to the foundation monetarily, just hitting a like, hit a subscribe. As I mentioned, that enables advertising opportunities. And so it's so huge, you guys. And uh, we're looking to take the foundation to even bigger heights this year. And listen, this was just an invite from the Raiders for them to host us for this game. We can't imagine where this thing could potentially go. I mean, we if we keep going with the foundation the way that we are, there's a potential uh, you know partnership in play for us with the Raiders themselves. And, and by doing things like that, you want to talk about our fundraising, like we could launch this thing into the stratosphere. And so, again, can't do that without you guys. And thank you so very, very much for the Raiders to reaching out. And thank you to you guys for what you do for the foundation. I'd also, I want to give respect again, everybody that we met. Uh, thank you to Gil. Thank you to Fabricator Gil and the IE. Thank you to Gil. He's one of the OG made men around here. And we want to thank him for hosting an amazing tailgate as he always does there in lot J. Uh, Gil's tailgates are phenomenal. It's the closest thing. And it's, I wouldn't say it's the closest thing to feeling like Oakland. It does feel like Oakland. It's just a little pocket where Oakland, the tailgate was, you know, so big. And it was like, it felt like the whole thing was that way. And, and, you know, in Vegas there, it's just in lot J and, uh, and it's only a portion even of lot J, but it does. It's got that vibe. It's got that feel. It's got the music. It's got the food. It's got the energy. And we, and so many people that came by to say hi. And I can't name all of you because if I did, I would miss someone and I don't want to, I don't want to do that, but I do. I'll just call out one guy in, in particular, our buddy Salvador that came by that came by the tailgate said that he had, he'd been listening to us since 2018 back to the days of my, myself and my cousin, Sonny around you know, within the first couple of years we started this thing and he's like, but he just never has never called has never emailed or anything. And it just blows my mind still that there are folks out there uh, that listen to this show that support this show. And we've never met you, never even heard from you. And so a guy like that, uh, we just, we appreciate all of those of you. Um, again, we, we met more people that are familiar with this show on this trip than we ever have. And, and so I, I can't thank you enough uh, to everybody that came up to us and thanks to Wendy. Thanks to just when Wendy, so we did this little meetup at the Rockstar Bar. Uh, Vinny Bond Sr., we chopped it up a little bit with Vinny. Clay Baker from Raider Nation Radio chopped up a little bit with him. Had a great time at the Rockstar Bar, and then we were all headed back to the Mandalay Bay. And Wendy was so sweet to offer us a ride and to drive the three drunken knuckleheads of Raiders Fan Radio and uh, bring us back to Mandalay Bay. So shout out Just Win Wendy. Uh, we thank you so very, very much. And again, everyone that we met, uh, th this this past weekend, you all are the absolute best. We couldn't do this thing without you, and thank you for all the amazing support that you give to Raiders Fan Radio. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know, uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. Oh my gosh, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but we beat the hell out of the freaking Denver Donkeys this past weekend. That game, 
was so damn fun. Uh, Raider Nation was in, you know, full throat, man. Uh, despite there being probably one or 10,000 too many Bronco fans there, it was an absolute blast. And I can't just, I mean, being in Vegas for, for a game, it's, it's feels like the energy is starting to become more and more organic and, and maybe I'm being a prisoner of the moment. And if I am, I will own that. But for those of you that were at the game or even those of you that watched it on TV, I hope that it came across that it's starting to feel like there's an energy around this football team and like it or not in national media be darned and even some more local media and you know other media outlets that exclusively cover the Raiders whether you guys like it or not it's the Antonio Pierce effect and this is not I'm not disparaging the accomplishments of Jim Harbaugh Uh, my endorsement or our endorsement of Antonio Pierce isn't to established in order to knock down other candidates it's only established to lift him up that's the bottom line and i'm here each and every day that we will do this show to uplift antonio pierce as the candidate the preferred candidate to be the head coach of the las vegas raiders based on the unification and the energy that he brings to this team to say that him being a Raider and him embodying the spirit of the Raiders doesn't lead to wins is an oversight. It's a detached observation. And again, no disrespect that somebody that has that opinion, that is their opinion and it's valid. And it's just like my butthole, you got one and I got one, right? And, and, and they both stink. So the bottom line though is this, is that that energy is tangible. And we're going to get into some of the comments and some of the energy that was around this it's not just a fan thing this this thing is felt by alumni it's felt by current players it's felt by frankly some members of the media it's almost a universal acceptance and energy that's been brought back and it's only because of that guy that stuff was not there this team was flat you listen to a guy like Jermaine Illuminor came out this week and he said there were points at this season I was at my lowest point I've ever been mentally as a player. Well, guess what? I'll, I'll give you one guess at who was responsible solely for that, right? And so it was our previous head coach. So the idea that Antonio Pierce was able to bring this team to the heights in which it, and I say heights, I understand he only has a winning record by one game and we missed the playoffs. So I use that 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 term loosely. But the idea that he brought this team to where they are from where they were is a monumental achievement based solely on this man's leadership. And when we look at where the Raiders have finished, the Raiders finished the season allowing 19 and a half points a game. That's the fewest since 2002. Anybody remember that season? 2002 when they gave up 19 a game. Every other team had at least one season in that span holding opponents under 20 points per game besides the Raiders. You think we get there without Antonio Pierce? Not to mention Max Crosby goes absolutely nuts this year. And I know that, and we're all going to his stats later. Let's keep this about AP here. This is the best per game point differential for any super, for any coach in the Super Bowl era. Now, I understand there's a limited sample size with Antonio Pierce versus these other coaches. So the context is not lost on me, Raider Nation. But still, point being, best game, per game point differential 
any coach, Super Bowl era. George Seifert is a plus 7.2. George Allen is right at 7. Antonio Pierce is plus 6.9. Vince Lombardi's behind him at 6.7. Ever heard of that guy? And then John Madden, I know you've heard of that guy, is right after him at, at, at also 6.7. Best per game point differential ever for a Raiders coach. John Rock, 11.5. Shout out Daryl LaMonica. Antonio Pierce, as I mentioned, is 6.9. And then John Madden at 6.7. But here's some other things, too, that, that got me a lot about this Antonio Pierce tenure and, and what else has gone on around this football team. The Raiders have always been notorious for being undisciplined. And we've been notorious also for getting bad calls. But m- there's a lot of disciplinary reasons that have led to a lot of those calls too. And when you're committing a lot of penalties, guess what? Sometimes you get a bad call because they're just kind of expecting you to fall that, that way. Well, the Raiders now, the 4.4 penalties per game, that's the second fewest in Raiders history. The only season we had fewer was in 1961 when they averaged 3.8, two years before Al Davis took over the team. The Raiders now finished the season with a league low, 75 penalties after having their second game without being penalized. What was the last time that you remember the Raiders going two straight games without being penalized? Well, it's the first they've ever had fewest in penalties in the NFL, which is bananas. So then we go to over the last seven seasons. With an interim coach, the Raiders are now 12-9 and with a 571 winning percentage. So shout out Rich Pisaccia and then, of course, AP. With a non-interim coach, they're 37-57 and with a 394. So here's it. Now, now listen to this jump. And this is what I was, I was really going to with this, this thing about where Antonio Pierce has taken this team to new heights based on where we were. And, and again, I think it's, I don't know what other turnarounds there have been like this in the league. I'm sure somebody can cite one and somebody on the X or whatever else, you'll, you'll find a thing to dig in. But in terms of like glaring examples, there are none that sound like this. In 2023, under Pierce versus McDaniels, of course, AP had a five and four record and McDaniels had a three uh, and five record. Points per game under AP for a, this is a defensive coach that's never been a coordinator. Our freaking points per game was 22.9, and under McDaniels, it was only 15.8. Points allowed per game. We've only allowed 16 points a game under AP, 23.4 under McDaniels. Turnovers per game. This one is massive to me. 0.9 under AP and averaging two under Josh McDaniels. Takeaways per game. 1.6 with AP and one under McDaniels. Sacks per game, 3.3 under AP and only two for McDaniels. And then, of course, penalties a game from three point, or excuse me, we were at 5.5 under McDaniels, drop all the way to 3.4. And then we can listen to this. The seasons when the Raiders had a winning record in the division since 2002 realignment, it's only happened four times. This year was one of them. Four and two, we went eight and nine and missed the playoffs. And then it happened in 2020, happened in 2010, and then, of course, it happened in 2002. My argument this whole time also has been, if Antonio Pierce is our head coach from day one, and I know that's a complete hypothetical and it would never happen and it's a big if, but if Antonio Pierce is our coach from the beginning of this season, you think that we make the playoffs? My guess would be yes. Like I mean, and I don't think that's that far-fetched of a statement. You think that we start Brian Hoyer and lose to the Bears? Now, Grant, I know he lost a bad one of the Vikings, and you're going to lose bad games throughout the course of the year. Ask the Philadelphia Eagles, who were a Super Bowl favorite. There were. 
But anyways, you're going to lose bad games. But the point being, though, is in, in AP's tenure, he has completely turned his thing around from where it was. So the reason that he gets such a ringing endorsement from those of us in fan-created media and otherwise is that it's not about that he drives an Impala and wears a freaking satin jacket and, you know, he looks like a Raider. He says Raider shit. He, he will, you know, self-describe as a Raider fan, embody the spirit of the Raiders. You know what I mean? Like, he, he looks like a Raider, he talks like a Raider, he acts like a Raider. Everything about this man is so representative of the Raiders. But that's not what sells us as fans. That You can be the biggest rep of the Raiders, and if you don't win, it doesn't matter. But here, the man is winning despite where we were. So doesn't that deserve enough look in an offseason? And I think that that's the case. And that's the case that's being made. And when we start looking at the tea leaves, and I think this thing only goes one way, guys. You've got, we're going to get to the ringing endorsements from those in the media and the alumni. But you think of that alone. Think about the voices that are in Mark Davis's ear. How much, how much reverence does Mark Davis have for alumni? And when we look at who's hanging out in the locker room post-game, Charles Woodson, Marcus Allen, Richard Seymour, right? We met, we met Jim Otto in the damn airport because Mark Davis flew him in to be there for this game. The, 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 the alumni were there and present, and you don't think that they're going to be a voice to Mark Davis to, to bring in, in Antonio Pierce? We already know that they are, so is he going to listen to those guys? Is he going to listen to Marcus Allen or some chucklehead on Twitter? You know what I'm saying? Is he going to listen to Charles Woodson or is he going to listen to Camaro guy 69? Like, give me a break, man. So anyways, here's where I think the tea leaves are lining up because not only does he have that energy around the team coming from the alumni and the players and otherwise, but here's the, the ticker. Here's the kind of the, uh, the tail of the tape here as we're at, we are today on January 10th in terms of the head coach and the, the um, GM hirings, right? Well, uh, Champ Kelly's um, interview was granted to be the Panthers GM. Okay, fair enough. He's interviewing for a full-time GM job. That is a, a level up. That's a promotion. The Raiders gave him permission to go and uh, an interview for that. Paul Gunther was granted an interview with the Chargers as a head coach. Again, not Paul Gunther. Shame on me. Patrick Graham. I have PG in my notes, and so anyway, shame on me. Patrick Graham granted an interview to be the head coach, so that's a level up. So the Raiders grant them, uh, grant him the the ability to to interview as a head coach. The Raiders deny uh, Patrick Graham to interview as a defensive coordinator anywhere else. He was uh, asked, invited to interview as a DC. Raiders said, "Nope, you can't do that." Antonio Pierce was invited to interview with the Titans. And what the hell are the Titans doing? Well, actually, I got a theory on that, too. Uh, AP was invited uh, to interview with the Titans as a head coach. And they, they, they granted him that. So you turn down Patrick Graham's ability to interview because you want to have him on staff so that whoever the new head coach is has the ability to retain him and wants to keep whoever that inherited staff is. Well, you don't think Antonio Pierce is maybe having a voice there? Or at least his, which I don't think it's a mystery that he would want Patrick Graham to be his guy. So you don't you don't think that that would be the case of why he would be uh, wanted to be kept on staff. And here's my little bit of a crazy theory. I'll give you a bold take. How about that? Let's call it a bold take. Here's my bold take on this Titan situation. 
Mike Vrabel is not a bad coach. Mike Vrabel is a pretty freaking good head coach, actually. When you look at his track record and you look at what this guy, he was coach of the year two years ago uh, and 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 had this, his team in the AFC championship game and almost took out the, the Chiefs and went to the Super Bowl. Like, Mike Vrabel is not a bad coach. He was dealing with a deficiency of talent is what ultimately cost them, uh, you know, a playoff appearance and a record and, and a good record this year. I think that Rand Carthon, the GM of, of the Titans, got rid of Rabel because he's got bigger things in mind. And I think the bigger thing he has in mind is, the, is Jim Harbaugh. I think he's going to put the full court press on bringing Jim Harbaugh to Tennessee because what does Jim Harbaugh loves? He loves a reclamation project. That's what he does best. When you look at his track record at San Diego, when you look at it with the, with the Niners, when you look at it now with Michigan, he is all about a reclamation project. And so I think that they're going to put the full corporate. I'm not telling you he's going to don't take that. Don't hear what I'm not. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not telling you he's going to be the head coach of the Titans, but I'm telling you they're going to put the full court press on to make him the coach. Well, to follow the Rooney rule, you have to have a minority candidate to interview. Well, if you can interview Antonio Pierce without having to have a risk of hiring him because he's probably just going to be the Raiders head coach, that's an easy move for them. Again, speculation, bold take, just throwing it out there. I think that it's something worth to be considered. Now, that's some crazy-ass just fan podcaster shit, but I think that when we look at the tea leaves, there's a, there could be some truth to those types of things. So, anyways, that's, what I'm, that's kind of where my mind's going with this thing. I'm not going to say it's going to be a lock by any means, but when you hear it from enough people, I can't imagine that Mark Davis is not willing to consider it. So, all that said... After the big win, let's check into the locker room and listen to Coach Pierce as he addresses the team. Raiders! Raiders! Damn right. We've been talking about it for a while. Captains, everybody hit on this week, man. We talked about team. We talked about doing it for one another, playing for one another, playing the game the right way. Passion, accountability, having fun. Tom hit on it. Probably best anybody's ever hit on before, trust. Trust. Trust in one another, man. Trust in the culture, trust in each other, trust in yourself, trust in the process, and believing, and believing. And then doing that together, man. Doing it together. With all the doubters, all the stuff they've been talking about, no man. It's okay. We don't want to be like, we want to be respected. Mm. Mm. We don't want to be like, we want to be respected. And we've earned our respect. We was close. We didn't get into the P word, but it's there. Just remember what Max, you said and I said. The last impression. How do we end that game? Victory formation. Victory damn formation. Victory damn formation, man. This is what we said we wanted to do. You guys said we wanted to do. You did it. We did it. Let's enjoy it. There's no need to rush out of here tonight. They don't need to rush out here tonight. All right, we good. We can take time. <laughs> Seven o'clock. We got to push it back. Eight o'clock tomorrow will be eight o'clock. Make sure we take care of each other tonight. Love each other tonight. Love one another, man. And just remember this moment. And we'll get it again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we'll get it again. We'll run this back. You guys earned it, man. Much respect. Let's get a break. We'll get it again. Let's run it back. 
Now, granted, the the guys got confidence. I mean, we all know that you have to be a to be a head coach in the league. You have to have confidence. Uh, but that, to me, again, start reading into this stuff, man. I think that it's. I think he understands that he's the favorite, and probably based on some conversations that have happened, speculation. Call call me a crazy fan, podcaster, whatever. And I, I'm just a. I'm not a media member. I'm not a journalist. I'm not an alumni. I'm not a former coach or player. I'm all I can do is just sit here as an observer and 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 try to formulate an opinion, uh, just because I love it and it's fun to do, and I love to interact with the chat and hear your guys' opinions. That to me, like that sounds like a guy that feels like he's in the driver's seat. And the, and the, for those of you that didn't see it, and I'm sure everybody that's listening to this show did, when you look, you looking around the room, and you see the look on Charles Woodson's face, the look on Marcus Allen's face, the pride that these guys are feeling, and and what they're seeing and, uh, unfold in this locker room, like. It's almost undeniable. It's pretty darn close. And that's what we talked about on this show that, you know, if AP wants a job, he's got to make himself undeniable. I think the playoffs would have made him undeniable. I think that was the big one. But, man, 3-1 and one record in your division to close it out? I think that's pretty freaking solid, man. That's about as close as, as, as you can get without being all the way there. Uh, so, anyway, speaking of guys in the locker room, uh, let's check in with Charles Woodson as he's standing there smoking a cigar in the locker room. This is fantastic. But you've ever yeah, been a part of a locker room like this that you weren't been playing? We we had to wait till we got out of the locker room to enjoy a nice uh, stogie, man. But uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a great feeling. You know, I got a chance to talk to the team uh, a week ago, and uh, you know, I told them I was like, "Hey, man, I can't wait to get a chance to come into Club Raider, you know, after one of these games and enjoy a cigar with the guys." So it, it, it was a great. It's a great feeling, you know, for these guys to, to win the last game. I know these guys are, of course, you're fighting to win the game, but these guys have a great, healthy respect for Antonio Pierce. I know those guys are playing for him. So uh, I'm just happy, man, that I came in here and got to enjoy the win with the, with, with the guys. And, you know, kind of, it, it kind of makes me feel like a player again, man. So I, I love it, man. I'm having a good time. How unique of a connection is that, the fact that you guys have all these Hall of Famers in here and you, that, there is that kind of parallel between you all, that it's no separation of church and state, that you guys are all part of this. You've heard it a million times. Once a Raider, always a Raider. And they, 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 they've always um, voiced that, that that's what it's about. And so when you see today and, and you see Antonio in the middle and he calls the guys over, like it, it, it's a real thing, you know? And so we all feel it. We all love it, and uh, we're just we're just happy to be a part of it, man, and be here and enjoying this victory. And whether or not he gets the job, how much appreciation do you have that he feels like he's brought back something that was missing from this team? Yeah, this love, organization. Yeah, I love it, man, because he he was he he, he coaches um, the way he played, you know, linebacker. You got to be somewhat tough anyway, but um, he played for tough teams, played for a championship team. He understands um, Raider football. He understands that toughness that, that that has always been preached around here. And the day he took over, you noticed it immediately. That next day, that next game, it was it was it was visible. And um, you know, all of us Raider alumni, man, we felt it and uh, we loved it. So hats off to him for putting his best foot forward because I know I know he would love nothing more than to have this job. And uh, good luck to him. 
Man, I love hearing that from 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 Woodson, man. And uh, and Shannon Swago ran into Woodson uh, at uh, at the Delano this 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 past week, and so uh, much respect to Charles Woodson as always. Uh, we love Charles, and um, you know, I was when I first was thinking about you know this this you know we were thinking about who are the most influential you know, figures in Mark's ear. And, uh, you know, and one of them, obviously Tom Brady, I know is one, um, but Charles is, I mean, he's, who's sitting next to freaking Mark Davis in the, in the, in the box a lot of times, right? It's Charles Woodson. And I thought, well, man, that's, you know, Charles is going to want a Michigan man in there, you know, especially now, like here, this is on Sunday, you know, Sunday, of course, it was before the national championship game, but here, you know, uh, Jim Harbaugh just brought home a, a, a national championship for, for Charles's alma mater. And I'm thinking that, you know, he's going to be the guy, but listen to his comments there. I don't think so. I think, I think Charles Woodson for everything that he just said, he understands uh, the importance and understands that, um, you know, as, as somebody in the chat room said, there are levels to this shit. You know, and, uh, and and Antonio Pierce has got it, man. So, it, you know, it's one thing for us. It's one thing even for the alumni and us, I mean fans. Uh, it's one thing for alumni. It's one thing even for players. Everybody that reps the silver and black in one way or the other, um, we see it, right? And so for those that are out there in media that say, well, of course, you're fans and you see Antonio Pierce is basically like a amplified version of what we are we identify with him that that's why you're such a fan of 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 him and 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 those kinds of things and my response to that consistently has been no it's not that's not the only reason why we want wins more than we want anything but there is something to be said for a guy that can rep that way and win because and i think those two things go hand in hand. So it's one thing again for all of us that are in silver and black and bleed silver and black to say it, but when you start hearing it from external sources, external opinions, that's when it really starts to drive it home for me. And so I've got an audio clip for you. Um, this is on the Pat McAfee show. So Pat is all about the freaking, you know, Colts, right? And he's talking to JJ Watt, who's obviously going to be all about the Texans and, and probably the Cardinals a little bit. Listen to J.J. Watt talk about Antonio Pierce and why he thinks Antonio Pierce should have the job. They need to hire AP, by the way. I don't know why there's even any question. I don't know why there's anything. Like, mm-hmm. AP should absolutely be the coach down there. What What is there to compl- contemplate? Maybe Davis who would be mad. Have who would be mad if, yeah, who would be mad if AP was a coach? Any fans? No. Any players? No. Who? Media, no. Who would be upset if AP was a coach on that? Yeah, so you win the announcement, yep. which yeah. is normally where the big detractors are. And then you've already won games and shown signs mm-hmm. of hope. So that's already been done. Feels like a pretty easy decision. Speaking of players are fully bought in and vocally supportive. Like every every step of the way has been checked. I don't really know what the downside to keeping him would be, especially when you've tried a few different coaches over the last couple of years and none of them worked out. Let's say this one doesn't work out. Everybody was on board. So, okay. Like I would rather try the guy that everybody is on board with and have that fail than try and do something crazy and have that fail. And then people be like, why didn't you just stick with the guy that we all wanted anyway? You yep. know, like, yeah, well, there's a lot of uh, not that hard, man. A lot of bad decisions made at a lot of 
a lot of places. Every year. Yeah, and you talk about, like, the coaches that even win the announcement, by the way, they might go on to stink, too. Yeah. And then people will still feel as if they were right in the time. It's like, uh, it never ends. It really never ends with judgment of this whole thing. And nobody knows until you get on the field. Like, McDaniel down in Miami. Mm -hmm. Did anybody other than us love everything about that hire? I don't know. There's probably some people, but I'm sure that was accosted pretty heavily. This dude hasn't even been a coordinator, hasn't even called plays. And why is he talking like that? You know, like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of Sirianni when it started in Philadelphia. MCDC, whenever it started in Detroit. It's like that hiring day. Yeah, you can lose the hiring day for sure. But if you win, that's the only thing that matters. And a lot of coaches lose. So why not give AP a shot over there? Why not give AP a shot? Now you're the Raiders. He is like the, the, he is like the embodiment Uh of what they want to be as an organization and who they are. It's such a perfect fit. And just the mentality and the way the fan bases respond to the Raiders have one of the best fan bases around and they respond very specifically to very specific types of people. And AP has embodied everything that they want to be about as an organization, as a fan base, the black hole, all that stuff. He seems to have captured all of that. Give that man the keys. Yeah, well, McDaniels was always like a Raiders guy. He Josh? Was. Oh, yeah, bleed <laughs> black and silver. You know, now that you just laid it out the way you just laid it out about the Raiders fans and everything, it was like, McDaniels yeah. probably had a short Oh, this better yeah. work. Yeah. Or we're going to need to get this nerd out of here. And they <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how this is going to be. That cracks me up, man. Good stuff on my That was 100% a perfect analysis of what we felt about Josh McDaniels. This better work or get this nerd out of here. And sure enough, man, it only took, what, uh, let's say 20 games before we were like, get this nerd out of here. This is not going to work. So, um, yeah, great stuff there from uh, from J.J. Watt, man. Uh, excellent comments uh, uh, from, from him. Uh, a lot of great comments uh, from the chat also in there. Let me shout you guys out real quick before we hit the sea of fan. Oh, first and foremost, I want to recognize the, uh, the super chat from Foxy Scorpio. Uh, thank you for that $20 donation. <laughs> I uh, appreciate you, Foxy Scorpio, man. Very, very kind. And 100% of that money will, of course, go to the One Nation Foundation. We thank you so very, very much. Foxy Scorpio says, nerd isn't a strong enough word. You aren't. You, now, you, now you're preaching. Uh, all right, let me shout out the chat. Tony Shepard is in there. Uh, Foxy Scorpio is in there. Leo is in there. B. Al is in there. Matthew Mangus. Uh, Jordan Ford, Hooligan Nation, uh, is in there. Raider Primos is in there. I uh, appreciate Re- and Renee Arredondo is in there. Zeke is in there. Uh, Zeke says, not to mention we beat the defending champs, the rookie quarterback. Suck on that. And it's a damn truth. Tony Shefford, man. Uh, great stuff from you. Uh, uh, our uh, Raider Nation for Life, uh, Silver and Black. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paul Edgerton is in there. Matt Marinovich is in there. Appreciate you. Matt Marinovich. Raider Craig is in there. Appreciate Mark Salter is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends, man. Raider Fred is in there. Uh, awesome having you all in the chat room tonight. Raider Dank Vader. Mr. Tiki, Tony Collins. Uh, Tony Collins says nerd or turd. Both, man. Jeez, uh, man. I'm, and that's eh, whatever. I'll, I'll get on another tangent again. I'm going to save this voice. Let's go ahead and hit the Sea of Fans mailbag. Feeling pretty good. I think I'm good enough to get through emails here at the top end. The Jesus of Alan Rock is in waiting, it. Looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. Elon. Body throws. It is.
Well, more of you and less of us is a good thing, as we like to say around this segment. So give it up for our buddy, Intel. As Raider Primo says, Intel with a bomb as he drops a $100 donation in there uh, from the One Nation Foundation. Brother, we cannot thank you enough, not only for that donation there, uh, but he's a bomb dropper. I've done that numerous times on this show, and we can't thank you enough, brother. That means so incredibly much to us, and it means so incredibly much to the foundation. As you know, 100% that money is going to go to the One Nation Foundation, and uh, where we support nothing but uh, Raiders-related charities. We're getting ready. That that money right there i'll tell you where that's going to go we are building up right now to give uh money to the raider dad folks our good friend josh kamenite and and raider dad that's going to be our first uh donation this year we're hoping to give it maybe by the end of the first quarter if not the early part of the second quarter but uh anyways we're going to give that to raider dad and they are taking underprivileged kids uh do raider games with their significant uh with their with their parental figure excuse me and so it's, it's it's such an amazing organization. We are so happy to be partnered with Raider Dad. They took 104 kids this year to Raider games that had never been to a Raider game and took them, with their, again, with their parental figures. Uh, and those kids would have never had an opportunity to go to a Raider game. And not only is that just an incredible experience, um, you know, but you're talking about forming you know Raider fans of the future. We say all the time, raise them right, raise them Raiders. And so that's what Raider Dad's doing. And Intel, that $100 donation, Nation, buddy, that's where it's going. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Paul says Intel is one of the most generous across the Raiders podcast universe. You are kid, man. And we have so many folks that are so kind and we appreciate all the donations. And even if you can't contribute monetarily, like we said, just hit a like, hit a subscribe, hit a thumbs up. Uh, all that stuff will generate advertising opportunities for us you know, where we will, we will take that money and give it straight to the foundation as well. But Intel, man, you're the, you're the best brother. We cannot thank you enough for that. All right, uh, let's get to some of these emails. First up, we have uh, our buddy just win. Uh, just win. Here we go. This voice is going to get through. We got the unholy roller raider. He is Frankie Mosqueda. We appreciate him. He says, "What's up, RFR fam? Uh, if Patrick Graham is Patrick Graham the wild card? I mean, what if he decides to leave before we hire a new uh, GM head coach?" Or Antonio Pierce. I don't see our defense having the same success if Paul Graham leaves. All the defensive players will have to learn a new scheme again. If our D is trashed, then AP will get the blame and be fired after the season. Worst part is, I think we're going to see the nation acting like the menstruation nation again between those wanting AP and those wanting Harbaugh. Well, you aren't, well, that's going to happen no matter what. It's, it's starting to feel like a little bit like it's the car wars all over again, the way that people are going at each other. Like we say all the time, like you can have a difference of opinion, but be nice to each other uh, in that difference of opinion. But in terms of that, brother, I don't think so, man. I think that, you know, Antonio Pierce has enough of a, if, of, if he's the coach, okay, so if he's the coach and Patrick Graham gets hired as the Chargers head coach, which I don't see that happening in, in, in any capacity, but say it does. Um, you think Antonio Pierce is going to let somebody come in and, and like upset what they have going on now? I don't, I don't, I don't see that being a world where that happens. I think Antonio Pierce has a firm grasp on what's going on defensively with this football team and will not allow for any sort of disruption. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's go and check in with our buddy T Hom. He says, once again, happy new year. We may not be going to the playoffs, but neither the donkeys or the out of chargers and the only AFC West end the year with a three game divisional winning streak. I'm talking about the Raiders. Um, and, and 
I'm going to paraphrase on some of these emails too, by the way, just to make sure I save the uh, save the throat here. So um, he says, "Congrats to Max for being the Walter uh, Raiders Walter Payton Man of the Year. Congrats to Jerlene and Luminor for receiving the annual Craig Long Award. That's the media award for being kindest to the to the to, to the media. Uh, if this last time we speak of Josh Jacobs or Hunter Renfro, then I wish them both uh, well as well. And yeah, that's an that's a conversation we haven't had yet." Um, that it feels like we've seen the last of those two guys in a Raider uniform. And, and, and I understand the financial ramifications of Josh Jacobs. I don't understand the lack of productivity or the lack of usage of Hunter Renfro. That's an odd one to me. And, and eventually that will come out and we'll know why. Um, but that one's really crazy. Speaking of finishing, how about Zamir white? Absolutely. Zamir white just absolutely dominant. Yeah, that's fair to say. He had, he had dominant performance in that game, the last two games. The way that he he closed that thing out, um, inarguable. And uh, great stuff there from that young man. As for the rest of the team, let's wait and see. Uh, see what happens at the top. And he says, uh, and, and then trust the process. And I say, I mean, really trust the process. Even Antonio, I was surprised to see hear Antonio Pierce say, trust the process. But he's right. And, and there's a there's a way to convey that in a way not to. And again, there's another difference between him and stupid fat ear McDaniel. Uh, McDaniels. Uh, the only other hope is a Gruden court case rules in favor of Goodell. Only to have Walt Coleman pop up out of nowhere, look at Gruden with a wink and a smile and overturn the call. Goodell will be out and Coleman's debt will be finally paid. Uh, let's go Raider on a bigger, better things. Um, in the year of our, <laughs> in the year of our Woodson, which is 24. Well played, T-Hon. What up, RFR crew? Shout out to Murph Swag Jeff and the F-Bomb champion of the world, Michelle. And good morning, Paul. Hooligan Nation here, and I'll make this short and sweet. Uh, it's 239 days till the start of the 2024 season, and 239 days of speculation begins now. This is the time of year that everyone quits uh, trying to be an armchair coach and becomes a backseat GM. I have opinions like the rest of you, but you know, above all else, the more I learn, the less I know. What a valuable, you know what? That's, that's a truth speaker right there. That's, that's the damn truth. The more you learn, the less you know. I'll leave it to the experts and hope they get it right and call them out when they get it wrong. Uh, so set your watch and let the countdown begin. And then he says, Raiders, which I'm not going to scream at. I know what you said, and you know what I would say in response. Raiders. All right. Yeah. Uh, I can't even do it. And I can't even give it a weak freaking attempt at that. Uh, let's see. This James Williams. Happy offseason Raiders family. Uh, it's Tuesday morning, and we all know that Jim Harbaugh led Michigan to their to their championship since first one since '87. Raider Nation is at war. Uh, to be honest, I'm okay with him or AP. Uh, he seems he says he goes on to talk about Mark Davis and how he potentially likes drama. Uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. I think that Mark Davis would rather have harmony, which is frankly one of the another tea leaf to read and why I think Antonio Pierce is by far the lead candidate is that Mark Davis, he doesn't like people screaming at him at SoFi stadium. He doesn't like it when fans are going nuts. Uh, so the, but he goes on to say the fans are celebrating AP, uh, he loved to see the alumni cheering him on in, in the locker room. I can't recall a Raiders season ending like that. I'm asking myself, is Mark thinking about the nation when he makes his decision? Again, I'm okay with both candidates. I'm just a fan who loves the Raiders, and I don't have Mark's ear. But I love you all, uh, James Williams. We love you too, James. 
All right. Now here's Paul, and Paul, of course, as we know, always close out the closes out the email. So I'm gonna let's see. I'm gonna bring up Paul's uh, soundbite there. All right. And then we got here we go. We got uh, Paul ready to go. All right. Oh, maybe not. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Good evening, all. I hope you're feeling well. Ish. Yes. <laughs> Um, I have a three-part email for you tonight. Uh-oh, there it goes. Okay. <clears throat> I have to start with a sad goodbye to a Raiders hero, Jack Squirek. Uh, He may not be the first person that springs to mind when we talk about the stars of yesterday. His stats will show he was a solid member of a great team, and Matt Millen described him as a quiet, shy guy in a crazy locker room. The reason I have such fond memories of him is from Super Bowl 18 and his interception of Joe Theismann, a signature play and one of my earliest, sweetest memories of a great day. It was overshadowed a short time later by 17 Bob Trey O and Marcus Allen running with the night, but it was a very significant play at the time. We were in control of the game and had the Redskins by the manscaped area, but we needed one more score to relax us and help us believe we could see it through. I'll be watching Black Sunday again soon, and that play will no doubt shed a tear. So rest in peace, Mr. Squirek, and thank you, sir. Well done, Paul. Absolutely. On Sunday's postgame show, Murph was trying to explain to the certain something that Ray explained the certain something that Raider Nation has that others don't. That certain something that sets us aside from the rest, what it means to be a Raider. It's very difficult to explain to outsiders exactly what it is, but it's like an extra layer in your soul that makes everything more special. When we say we're a family, we really mean it. Others can say it, but it's not the reality. If you're lucky enough to be part of Raider Nation, then you know what I mean. One nation, and that's the nation's bond, makes the nation's bond so unbreakable. So, Mr. Davis, whatever criteria you use when you hire our next head coach, whether it be number of trophies won or years on the job, please remember at all times that Antonio Pierce has that special Raider Nation something. It's not something you can buy, and it doesn't come with experience. It's in all of us, and AP is one of us. We've reached the end of another year, so I'd like to hand out a few awards to people who have lit up another crazy, difficult season. The best win of the season? Absolutely, Christmas Day, Kansas City. uh, That'll live with me until the next time we beat the worthless turds. The best play of the season? We've had some good ones this year, but my favorite was Jack Jones' remarkable play to break up a certain touchdown on Sunday. I really like Jack Jones. I hope we keep him. My favorite was him swaggering boisterously into the end zone, staring down Patrick Mahomes. That to me, Paul. Uh, but I'm, I'm with you on Jack Jones. And, and we've been t- we talked a lot about Jack Jones. Not to did our defer from uh, Paul's email here, but we talked a lot about Jack Jones over the weekend. Jack Jones might be the most Raidery Raider that's not named Max Crosby right now. That dude gets it. He absolutely gets it. And he is quickly climbing up the charts uh, for one of our absolutely favorite players. He, that guy is amazing. Um, Best offensive player, Jacoby Myers, for his consistency and proving that not everything to come out of New England is shit. Best defensive player, Max Crosby. He has no words to describe him. Best special teams player, A.J. Cole. He's as cool as a mountain stream. Best coach, Patrick Graham. I was critical at the start of the season because we weren't seeing enough from him. Little did we know it was because of McDumbass in his ways. I pray we don't lose the guy now. It's taken too long for us to find a defense to, <clears throat> to let him leave. 
Biggest surprise player, Aiden O'Connell. He's handled himself with great maturity in an impossible situation. Unsung hero, A.J. Cole. Again, I think some people lose sight sometimes just how difficult his job can be. Biggest disappointment, Jimmy Garoppolo. We convinced ourselves these injuries were a thing of the past and that Jimmy had the game to help us. Well, we were wrong. Special uh, Raiders Hero Award, AP. For the first half of the season, we were being picked apart uh, by within from the worst coaching and living memory. Whatever happens in the coming weeks, AP gave us back our pride, dignity, and identity, and all of it with a rookie quarterback. That's, come on, Paul. I shouldn't be yelling, stop it. Uh, the I hate the Raiders most biased commenters award. This is a long list <laughs> this year, but it goes to Jim Nance and Tony Romo who skillfully hardly mentioned us at all for nearly four hours. The Gene Steratour most hateful piece of shit award. Another long list this year, but I'm awarding it to Taylor Swift's crybaby bitch, Travis Kelsey. I don't need to explain my reasons, and let's face it, it's going to be the only thing he's going to win this year. And finally, finally, Raiders 2023 MVP has got to be Max Crosby, enough said. The future is very bright with Win Raider Nation. The work starts now, and I don't know if you've heard, but next year we're going to the Super Bowl. Stay safe, Raider Nation family, uh, RFR family. We love you, Raider Nation, his lordship, the royal scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five-time, 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 times three plus one winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul. 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 Hello? Paul. Hello? Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul, yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Absolutely. Great stuff there from our buddy Paul. He says, Salud, Murph, take a drink. <laughs> you know what? I will. So I'm gonna, while I give the voice a rest and re- get caught up a little bit with the chat room, let's check in with our good friend. I believe this is, we've heard, uh, Susan, I believe, has left us a couple of very brief emails, but I believe, well, in fact, I'm pretty. I'm almost positive this is the first time she has called the show. Uh, so keep those coming, Susan, and then hopefully you will be the next Maid Maiden here at Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, this is Susan, and I just wanted to call and say that I'm disappointed how the season ended, but I still love my Raiders, win, lose, or tie till the day I die. And I just wanted to say that I think we should keep AP you know, we go with the hot name, but that doesn't always work. We need to go with what's proven. And I just want to say I enjoy your show every week. And Raider Nation, till the day I die. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Susan. And I'm guessing that when Susan says she's disappointed the way the season, and I'm sure she's not talking about the one game. Uh, she's just talking about the overall. And I, I am too. I think we all are. Anytime we don't make the playoffs, uh, it's definitely a little bit of a letdown. But anyways, appreciate you, Susan. And you know what? Susan called again. I just watched the game. We beat the Broncos again. I mean, the donkeys, excuse me. Oh, okay. So her first call was before the game. So here we go. 
and I just wanted to say I hope we don't get Bill Belichick because that would Yikes. be really going backwards. Yikes. I don't like that idea. Please keep AP. Love you guys. Love you, Michelle. Another female to have in Raider Nation is awesome. Let's go Raiders. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Susan. Appreciate you, Susan, very, very much. Uh, appreciate the, uh, the the calls there, Susan. Yeah, keep them coming. So if you leave a voicemail three times and we play it on the on the on the air, you know, two in the same night don't count. But if we if we play your voicemail three times on the show, uh, you can become the next made man or made maiden here at Raiders Fan Radio. So keep those things coming, Susan. All right, next check next up. Let's check in with our buddy Jacob and Fresno. Michelle. Jeff and Murph, this is Jacob from Fresno. Look, guys, I wanted to apologize for what happened with my grandpa last week. I'll try to keep it a little bit more sane. <laughs> anyway, I do have another friend I want you guys to talk to, so I'll go ahead and put him on. Oh, here we go. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Adam Schefter with ESPN. According to my sources, there are plenty of quarterbacks who are going to be coming up in the next draft. These people will be Caleb Williams. Among his pro comps are men like Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray. Another is Drake May, and many have compared him to Justin Herbert or Geno Smith. Some people are crazy. Some people aren't. And we think that Justin Herbert is much better than Drake May. So if you like Drake May, you are probably one of the crazy people. I really hope we don't draft him. Yes, you shouldn't. The next is Bo Nix. Pro comps include Drew Brees, among many others. But the throwing mechanics of a Bo Nix seem to be high and tight like that of a Drew Brees or Dan Marino-esque type player. He has a high ceiling in that regard, but he can also be a low-ceiling guy like a Doug Flutie. Another is Michael Penix Jr., who some race next to a prime Ryan Tannehill or a Teddy Bridgewater. Those are some scary names, not the kind of guy you want to give your franchise to. The next man in line is Jaden Daniels. Among his pro comps are Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. These are some good quarterbacks. Justin Fields is a lot less proven, but Lamar Jackson is a almost two-time MVP. We'll see by the end of the season. So, with that being said, Raider Nation, who are the guys that you want in your locker room next year? I have to tell you guys, Adam Schefter does sound a little bit like Jim Rome. I don't know what that's all about. But anyway, let's think about this. We got AP. Or Oh, I'm going to lose you guys. I'm going to lose you guys. Oh, wait, no. I still got a minute. AP or Jim Harbaugh. Let's think about it. AP is awesome. We know it. Jim Harbaugh was also pretty good. I think we're in a good situation. Let's go with AP, though. But if we go with Jim Harbaugh, let's bring AP back in some measure. I love you guys. Peace out. Raider Nation. Raiders. Oh, give it up. Oh, 
There we go. Give it up for Jacob and Fresno, otherwise known as Adam Schefter, man. Great job there. Uh, somebody in the chat room there said that we lost a feed and let me know if, the, if that happened there uh, and we can we can get everything restarted but until then we've got another one to get to let's check in with our buddy down in Houston and somebody else that we got to see at the tailgate and shout out our good buddy we call him the historian because he knows so much about the darn Raiders uh, he is the who he is the historian he is the ah, I'm gonna get this one out he is the historian he is Houston Raider Steve Murph Marsh like Jeff, Michelle, Jason, Big Man, Big Woman, he's Raider Steve. Hey, Murph, it was great seeing you all out at the, uh, you and uh, South Creator Gale, of course, and Michelle and Jeff out at the Broncos uh, pregame tailgate, Lot J. So we had a tent singing the donkey song, didn't we? But, uh, tip of the hat to Gale for those tamales and everything, the food that he had. And uh, it's just so great to see you all. And uh, man, I tell you what, beautiful ladies out there, what can I say? Anyway, um, man, uh, that was a great way to send it off. I tired of all this hardball talk. You know, I know that Mark Davis has a, you know what, as a Jones for uh, whatever you want to call it for a hardball. He's always trying to make a big splash. Always trying to do that. But what about what half the fans want? What about what the players want? More importantly, what about what they want? Instead of just, oh yeah, let's just go out for a big, big splash. Well, he's always, always done that. His dad was like that. You know, just just do the right thing. I just don't think Harbaugh is a good fit. As much as I know with all this stuff, he's a cheater. He's, you know, been out there campaigning for the job. He's even got, uh, what's his name? He even got Tom Brady out there. Yeah, what's his name? Campaigning for him. I'm so sick of hearing about Harbaugh. Harbaugh, 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 Harbaugh. What about uh, Vrabel? I think Vrabel would be a better pick. And he's been a head coach, just like, uh, just like Harbaugh. So he's not qualified? The hubboy is? Please, give me a rest. Goodbye. <laughs> Houston Raider Steve is so damn funny. I don't know if this will work or not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try here. Uh, we took a vi- So Houston Raider Steve, when we play the donkeys, he's famous on our show for singing the donkey song. <laughs> Houston Raiders, Steve, man. Give it up for Houston Raiders, Steve. So funny. I'm like, where's the police, Steve? I'm like, I, I'm like, <laughs> he just was keeping going with the let me ride that donkey donkey. Oh, my gosh, man. We had so much damn fun at that tailgate. All right. Jordan Ford says that's the whitest shit I've ever seen. Oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> Especially with Michelle and Swag Jeff as his backup dancers. Oh my gosh. All right, let's check it. Oh, okay, here we go. Hey, let's let's all right. Let's, let's reset a little bit here. And so going from my terrible voice tonight, let's get to the sultry tones of the 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 the, the most 
the the smoothest caller that you'll ever hear at Raiders Fan Radio. And not only does he have a smooth voice, and we love to hear from him, but he's got great Raider takes because he's the Italian-born Rico. But he will tell you, more importantly, he is Raider-born Rico. Hey guys, Rudy Morico here. So I rest my case for Antonio Pierce as a permanent head coach. In nine games, he finished with a positive record, three and one in the division, good scores against their division rival, second in the division, broke records. He fixed the broken locker room, unified him more than he'd ever been for years. He got the trust of the players. And let me tell you, if you hope Demonte Adams will be a Raider, if you hope Crosby will never leave us, you better hope this guy will be our coach. Otherwise, they're gone soon. He got the entire coaching staff fixing the problem that we had for 20 or more years, the defense. We are last in defense every year. We are the most scoring defense in nine games. And on top of that, he's doing it the Raider way. And he's a Raider. I mean, we can, in fact, we talk about this already. We can talk in hours and hours about how not profitable are those experiments with big name coaches that they don't do it their way and not the Raider way. And plus, it, it, it would never work because... They never give us something to hold on to it. And stop searching, stop seeking perfection Perfection in something you can't hold on to. Because you will end up with nothing. You will just get thirstier and thirstier and thirstier, never refreshed, never in peace. Oh, but Jim Arbaugh is a genius. We can do this, we can do that. He dropped the right quarterbacks. Really? Again? You want to do this all over again? Because this was the same idea of the last couple of failures of coaches we had without naming all the one before. You don't have this. It might happen, but we don't know the future. Not important, but you don't have it. It's not here. It's an idea. It's a fantasy. Gruden and McDaniel said they have the resume, but they didn't give us anything to hold on to. Now we have something to hold on. Now we have an identity. We have faith in the locker room. We're winning games by far and losing for a few points. You have a coach that loves the team, that loves the Raider way, that loves the players. Hold on to it. I'll tell you, imagine it like this. Will you leave the person who loves you and cook you the food when you are tired? Or you have to go to work for the person who's been on the cover of the Times just because it's a pretty face? Would you? Hold on to it if you like, if you give you something. I'll tell you, APS coach and all the rest are castles made of sand. Because, to be honest, do you think that Madden, when he came into the uh, building, it was the perfect fit? Or Tom Flores was the perfect fit? <laughs> Maybe the perfection is in your house. Maybe the perfection is, is somewhere near to you. You don't have to seek for it too much with too much imagination, with too much fantasy. With all that say, I love you all from the bottom of my heart. Cheers to all of you. It's been a roller coaster of a season. First half, nah. Second half, fantastic. I love it. I enjoy to watch the Raiders again as I enjoy to listen to you guys. Love you all. Much respect. Go Raiders. And I'm out. Oh my gosh, you're the best weekend.
You're the best, Rico. We appreciate you so very, very much here at Raiders Fan Radio. And I love it, man. The castle's made of sand. Absolutely. They fall into the sea eventually. All right, we got two more to get to. Let's check in with our good buddy, uh, again, who we got to hang out with over the weekend. Um, She even came over. She was so sweet. She was a few gates away from me and Michelle when we were flying. So Jeff had an an earlier flight, and uh, uh, so Michelle and I had the same flight out. And so Wendy was uh, there at the airport. And she, her flight got delayed or she missed it. I think she missed it. Sorry, Wendy. I hope I didn't just, you know, expose that on a, on a, here on our little show. But anyways, but Wendy had some extra time and came over and sat down with, with me and Michelle. And we got a chance to visit one last time before uh, the weekend was over. And so good. uh, Thank you to our good friend, Wendy. And let's go ahead and check in with her. Hey, it's the twin Wendy. How are you guys? I'm calling because it's. Wednesday, and I just rewatched the game. Hey, Jazzy, it's okay. My dog's barking to say hello. And um, i got to give my post-game reaction. I can't talk about the future right now because I'm still living in the post-game. Um, number one, I thought, you know, that the game was incredible, and <laughs> I can't possibly come down from how happy I am about the game. Um, one of my comments was about Aiden. I just thought he he really stepped up. He really showed, you know, self-confidence and did a two-minute drill. The funniest thing that happened during the game was the fact that I left my seat at the two-minute warning um, before the half, and I never do that. But I did it this time because I wanted to go see go to the torch and see the, um, the halftime act. And so I missed the best drive of the game. Um, except for little snapshots on TV. It's but that's okay. I saw it again when I saw it, rewatched the game last night. And it was it was really the best drive of the game. And I uh, this was really fun to watch. Oh my God. It's so much fun. I'm like, oh great, the defense is up. Yeah, now I get to watch them. And everybody has stepped up during the year to be at Max's level. They all swarm to the ball. They play after the whistle. They have to be pulled off to, in order to say, oh, the, game, the play's over. I love that. I love that. Hopefully that goes on next year. In special teams, of course, Daniel and, a- and AJ are so wonderful. Um, I, I do have to say that one of the highlights of my day, uh, my day was being able to yell AP, you know, to show uh, as a crowd. We were all showing, a, showing AP how much we love him, and we really want him to come back. And, and of course, my absolute fun part of my weekend, my absolute crazy part of my weekend was with you three and how much fun we had just dancing it up at the um, eye candy lounge and everything else. So it was so great to see you guys and so much fun. And, man, we'll talk about next year later. But, boy, was that a game of games. I love you guys. Love everybody out there. And can't wait to see what the future brings. Let's go Raiders.
Great stuff there from Wendy. And yeah, we had an absolute blast. So we, uh, Wendy was like, well, let's go. When we got back to Mandalay, she said, let's go over to the black hole party, which, and I never been uh, to the black hole party there. That's right in there in the, in, in the middle of the casino. And uh, it was a blast, man. We had it. We had a good old time. We were having so much fun that even like, like Jeff's a dancer and like, like he'll, he ain't afraid to, to dance. And, and Michelle and Wendy are out there dancing and they're all like, come on out. And I don't, I'm not a dancer, but you know, you have enough cocktails and eventually you can get even old Murph out there on the dance floor. And yeah, so yeah, we had an absolute blast. It was great. Saw Wayne Mabry out there and, and, and so many of our other great friends that are associated with the black hole and uh, what a, what a great party and, and just a great amount of fun and a great weekend. So, uh, so we appreciate uh, just win Wendy. All right, we've got one more to get to tonight. Uh, let's check in with our buddy, Josh in the seven Oh three. What's up fam? you in the season right there, baby. Yeah, I wish we could have been in the playoffs, but man, sent them fucking donkeys home. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Oops. Hate the Broncos. Um, yeah, I was giving like calling and it's like, man, I got a lot to say and then all of a sudden you get on the phone you're like, fuck, I don't remember what the hell I was going to say. I was just excited, man. Uh, to me, I think this really, like, to me, this should have sealed the deal for Antonio Pierce. Um, it also showed where if we had better offensive play, man, we would have went into the, the playoffs on a roll. Like, no one would have wanted to see us. And, you know, it leaves that feeling of, man, ah, what could have been, da, 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 you know. But I'm so happy with the way things turned around. So happy. Mark Davis made the change they did. I mean, it was a roller coaster ride of a season. Started out with uh, who's going to be quarterback? Oh, Jimmy Glass. Josh Daniels, you know, well, we're going to try to support him because he's a Raider. Fuck, no, he fucking sucks, and we got his ass up out of there. Jimmy Garoppolo, this game showed why your ass should not be playing no more. I don't even know if he's a fucking decent backup at this point. <laughs> I didn't edit these, you know, clearly. Uh, love the way Zeus ran. Love the way the defense showed out. Jack Jones has been. A really good pickup for us. And you know what, man? I give, give some love to Tyree Wilson, man. That, that dude has actually been getting better and better. I think moving him to the inside was, you know, especially on them third down plays, it's the right move. And just, man, wishes that, like, Byron Young, if he had, if he had worked out, you know, if you could have had, you know, him, Tyree Wilson, Coons, and Crosby, man, what could have, what our pass rush could have been. Now, you know, Adam Butler has done a great job, and Tillery's been pretty well, and, and Nick uh, Bilal, uh, Nicholas, I haven't seen him a lot lately, but, uh, you know, just what could have been, man. And, you know, just excited. I think we still need defensive tackle. We need a quarterback. And, you know, we'll just kind of we'll have to see how it goes. I really, again, want to say AP is the man, and it's no offense to anyone. But if your name is not Antonio Pierce, man, fuck you. You not my coach. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I didn't edit any calls, clearly. So, uh, But anyways, give it up for our buddy, Josh, in the 703. Uh, we appreciate you. All right, we appreciate all the amazing emailers tonight. Uh, we had so many good emails and so many good voicemails. And so we award a sizzle award. 
to the best emailer or phone caller in the night. And usually that goes to our good buddy, Swag Jeff. But in his absence, it goes to the chat room because I'm not going to, I can't pick. So uh, y'all tell me who you thought uh, the best emailer or phone caller was uh, for the night. So I'm going to go ahead and hit a break while you're thinking about it. And uh, yeah, let me know. And then we're going to go ahead and get on out of here for the night. I feel like I just said the night like 800 times. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right. Sounds like it's... It's just about unanimous in there. Everybody was looking for Josh, so appreciate Josh in the 703. Give it up. Appreciate Josh in the 703, and thank you to all of those of you again. If you want to call the show, all you got to do is dial 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And if you leave a message, somebody in there said earlier that I sound like the movie phone. Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. Was it welcome? He's higher pitched than that. See, I can't go high. Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. Uh, hello and welcome to Raiders Fan Radio. Um, anyways, 909-345-3346. And if you play your message three times on the show, then you can become the next made man or made maiden. That was a mistake. <clears throat> made man or made maiden here at Raiders Fan Radio. So appreciate all of those of you. And also you can email the show. And if we read your email an indefinite amount of times, you can become a made man or made maiden in that way. That is show at RaidersFanRadio.com. All right, let me uh, let me go ahead and, uh, and shout out. <laughs> Let me go ahead and shout out the chat room one last time. And then, uh, oh, actually, no, I forgot. I got to play the Sizzler music. So congratulations to Josh in the 703. And the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here. And we ain't. From The Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Wendy in there says, thank you so much, Murph, for playing Tough Through Injury. Thank you, Wendy. You know, like I said, we weren't, we weren't going to do a show, but... I, I just, I, we can't thank you guys enough for your participation here at Raiders Fan Radio with all the emails and the and, and the and the and the voicemails and and all that. We just appreciate you so very very much. And so I didn't want to not do a show, but we are going to take off next week. So we're, we're going to mi- miss us next week on the seventeenth, but we'll be back on the twenty fourth. I think we're going <clears> to <throat> we're going to have uh, QB Jeff uh, will be in here, so we will appreciate having him back here in the fan cave. And so everybody in the chat room, thank you so very very much. Jordan Ford says, "Murph sound like he just inhaled a whole cigarette factory." Baz me the Marlboros. Uh, Appreciate Leo is in there. Appreciate Jay Jackson. Appreciate uh, Coach Coach Davis is in there. 
What's up, Coach Davis? Haven't heard from you in a minute. Uh, appreciate Coach Davis. Appreciate Paul Edgerton is in there. Uh, appreciate Jordan Ford, Tony Shefford, Leo is in there. Justin Wendy is in there. Uh, Jay Jackson, uh, Navajo on the go, man. It's good to see you and your sister this weekend. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate Ron the Materator holding it down in there. Appreciate uh, Michelle being in there. Triple uh, X Raider is in there. Appreciate Vegas Raider Pete is in there. What's up, Vegas Raider Pete? Roddy, Roddy Raider is in there. Jay Jackson is in there. Vibrator. Uh, like it is in there. I uh, appreciate you, baby. Thank you uh, for being in there. And, uh, and and prayers up for my baby. She had to deal with COVID, man, while we were in in uh, in Vegas over the weekend, man. But she's coming out of it, and so glad that she's feeling better. I appreciate Hooligan Nation is in there. Tony Shepherd is in there. Leo is in there, and uh, so many. Joe John Ogle is in there. Thank you to all of our good friends. B Al is in there. And thank you so much. And so, okay, we're going to tap out of here for the night. Short show compared to what we normally do. But we will see you on the 24th. Love you, Raider Nation. Thank you for your support. The One Nation Foundation, where we give strictly to Raiders related charities. Just all you got to do is hit a like and a subscribe and a thumbs up. Oh, the, 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 um, uh, the, uh, Super Chats tonight. Thank you. To, uh, off the top of my head, it was Foxy Scorpio had one in there. Uh, the, then, of course, the big one in there from our buddy Intel. Thank you for that $100 donation. We love you so very much. And then here, just quick parting words. Not only thank you to all of those of you that uh, support the foundation and, and, and enabled this, this past weekend to go on for the foundation and the recognition uh, for the foundation. Uh, but, man, thank you, Raider Nation, for hanging in, man, with us this year. This has been a crazy-ass year. Jeff went down kind of the timeline this, like, last show and about everything that's happened from all the craziness with the last coach all the volatility that happened with Josh McDaniels and then where we ended up with 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 AP and the way that we finished on this high note. Guys, if we were winding the clock back to week four, I mean, I was I had bags on my head doing the Silver Black Today show. I never thought we would get to where we were at. And so thank you to Raider Nation, man, for you guys hanging in there with us and supporting the show the way that you do and supporting our team the way that you do. You know, the way that you bleed silver and black and they're just a it's just awesome, man. Raider Nation is just, I couldn't be more thankful to be associated with this fan base, man. I love you guys. Uh, rest in peace to Pastor Mondaleon. You will be missed, my friend. And um, yeah, that's, that's all we got. So we'll see you in a couple weeks. Love you guys.